Oh my gosh, I missed the long weekend. It's it's been a while. It's been Yes, yeah, since Jack. Yeah, it's been a few weeks now since uh we've graced our we... listeners with our wonderful voices. Yeah, seriously guys. We have been so busy getting all the content for you. You have no idea because we want to go out with a bang for season two to enter season three. Yes, we have the next handful of episodes that are coming out are amazing. You're going to love them. They're people that we've been thinking about getting on since we started this podcast. And um, fun content from Jewish matchmaking, which you may be seen us post a little bit about on our Instagram story. Um, But yeah, Libby, so since Jack was on, that was like, three weeks ago maybe three and a half like anything new any I know you talked about your summer plans a little bit like did you and Jack have do anything fun over Memorial Day weekend maybe did you guys do anything for Shavuos what's what's the update on your end yeah um first of all it's been really nice weather in New York my roof has been open for the first time in two years so Jack and I nicer for you for you than for me what it's been nicer weather in New York than in LA. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So I've been really soaking up the sun, getting some color because I feel like it was so rainy every weekend last summer. And this weekend is just good vibes, getting ready for the cruise. And that's in a few weeks, um, which is insane. And my birthday's coming up. Oh, yeah. That's crazy, man. I'm going to be 25. Hey, hey, hey. Quarter century. I know. Yeah, that midlife crisis. I mean, quarter life. Quarter life. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually, for my birthday event, I called it midlife crisis. And people were like, what's wrong with you? It's not your (laughs) midlife. It's your quarter life. I'm like, haha, I did it to be funny. No, it was a total accident. Oops. That's so funny. Oh <laughs> but yeah, so really excited and also went to like a social media week conference, which is really cool. Yeah, we're like some highlights. One of the creators who you guys are gonna see later on. Um, just getting to like learn more about the creator brand relationship. And obviously it's a completely new field of work. So that's been exciting. But yeah, I feel like I feel like that's really it. Just roof chilling, cooking more, um, and just can't wait for my hot roof summer. Yeah, hot hashtag hot roof summer. Seriously, I love that. What about you, Marla? Oh well, last chatted there was a. Oh yes, oh yes, there have been some changes. Uh, well, I went to Spain also. Yeah, um, we saw um... our friend. Saw our friend Allie. Shout out to Allie. And a few other people from New York, which was fun. Basically, it was a trip with like 600 Jews from around the world, all in España. Insane, by the way. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, I feel like as much as it was obviously great to like have different classes and hear from speakers and, and tour Spain and learn about the history, like obviously that's all amazing. That's like the main reason you go. But it's also the people, like just getting closer with people that I knew from LA but was not super close with before the trip 
meeting Jews from all over the world, like Argentina, France, Israel, yeah. Australia. Like it was just the people were also helped to make it really great. Right. Um, yes, there have been some dating updates. Do share. So last time I gave an update, I was talking about this guy from Hinge that I had been seeing for a few months. And we actually decided to end things. I feel like when I was in Spain, it kind of gave me the opportunity of being away for a week to like think a lot. And me and him, we we were seeing each other for, I would say, about three and a half months. And we, during that time period, had only had one conversation about our feelings. And I'm definitely someone that likes to like over communicate. And so only having one conversation was like, not enough for me. And but I think I've been putting it off because I had a feeling that if we would talk about it, that it would, the conversation would end with things ending. Yeah. And, but I had when I was in Spain, I had some time to like myself. And I also had like a conversation with my Rebbitson, who, if you know what a Rebbitson is, it's the rabbi's wife. She's kind of like a mentor slash friend to me who Big led our trip. In what? Big mentor energy. Yeah. Big mentor energy. Um, She is like, I see her all the time here in LA because she runs the organization that I'm a part of. And she also led the trip that went to in Spain. And she basically kind of gave me the push to be like, you need to stop putting off this conversation. And I was like, you're right. Um, So basically I got back from Spain and we had like a really nice date night. And then after the fact, I was kind of like, I think we need to talk about like us. And basically we had a conversation about both our feelings and our timelines. And we kind of mutually agreed that it was this thing where we like both liked each other. We both liked spending time with each other. We both thought the other person checked off a lot of boxes, but at the same time, we both felt a little bit uncertain about taking it to the next level and about making it having, you know, being in a relationship. And we both kind of felt like it had been enough time that we should be more sure. And the fact that we're not really that sure about taking the next step is maybe a sign that, this isn't going to work out. Um, We both felt like there was nothing wrong, but we also didn't feel confident taking it to the next step. And it had been enough time that we should really have felt that by now. Um, So that was kind of like our main reason for kind of deciding to take a step back. And then we also had a little bit of a conversation about timelines because you know I have a pretty good idea of you know when I would ideally like to have kids and get married and do all those things and he wasn't really sure as much about those timelines and between his career and my career just felt like a little bit a lot of uncertainty but it was honestly a really nice open mature conversation we basically left it as like we we did kind of agree that the door is open in the sense that, you know, sometimes when you end things with people, it's like, you know, you're never going to date them again. Like, there's no chance that comes back. We kind of left the door open in the sense that we were like, you know, like if down the road, someone wants to reach out, like, it's not like, that's okay. Like we can maybe reevaluate down the road if, if one of us feels like they want to reach out. But for now, like, we feel like it's not moving forward. And so we're just gonna not see each other anymore. Um, but honestly, like, I felt like as we were having the conversation, I could like feel like a weight being lifted off me. Like it felt very like, like a relief. Um, and he's like, literally like a great guy. Like I genuinely hope, I genuinely hope that like, I do run into him in LA because he is a great guy and his friends were great. Everyone was like nice and friendly and welcoming, but 
that is over now. Um, and I'm trying to maybe like take a step back a bit from dating, give mm-hmm. myself kind of, you know, space to focus on myself a bit. So I'm definitely not going to be downloading, you know, the apps again anytime soon. Um, I definitely don't feel like the need to, especially like I'd rather try to meet someone naturally if I can. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to try to just take a step back from dating, focus on me. I don't really feel the need to like go out with anyone. Uh, hot girl summer. Yeah. <laughs> hot girl summer. Yeah. Something like that. My first summer in LA. So it should be exciting. Wait, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I know it's crazy. I can't because I moved here the very end of the summer. So I didn't really get to. I didn't well, have... You have to be single this summer. By <laughs> the end of the summer, well, then we'll talk. Yeah. 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 When it gets I cannot to like... wait to hear about all the summerness in LA. yeah it'll be fun it'll be fun and you know what I kind of had this realization that like of how my dating has like evolved since I first graduated from college and I think this maybe happens for other people too which makes it almost more difficult sometimes is like a lot of my dating it wasn't just like it was just trying it was just trying to like find someone that was like great and nice Mm -hmm. and, and like fits checks my boxes and now I feel like the last handful of people I've gone out with like they are, I've, I've been able to find the type of guy I'm looking for. I've been able, I've been able to find like what I'm looking for, but it's yeah. like, it's not just what you're looking for. It's like the connection as well. Right. I think that's, what's hard. Like, I think part of me was holding on to this you guy. Can't just be nice in this world. I according know. to Jack Shio. No, right. That's his dating advice. It's like, you need to be more than just nice. Like you need yeah. to offer something. Yeah. What are you exactly. offering? What are you bringing to the table? Exactly. And I think that's kind of the realization that I'm having is like, I've met so many amazing guys, especially like ones that will check off all my boxes, but I need to remember that's not just like being an amazing guy that checks off my boxes. Like I really need to be dating people that have that and also bring like a really strong connection because it's not just about checking off a list. And now I'm at the point I'm like, okay, I think I've been able to find the types of guys that I want, but I need to find that deep connection as well. So that's my update. Good for you for knowing what you want, though. It's important. I mean, I don't think I ever did. But I think you're at a place in your life where you really know. Mm -hmm. Because it's been like more consecutive date after date. Like you just learn and take away so much more. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But those are updates. We'll have some episodes coming out a little bit more frequently, which will be exciting because we just really want to get these really awesome episodes out to you guys. And yeah, please enjoy the very first guest from our installment of interviewing the cast of Jewish Matchmaking. Yes, we can't wait for you guys. You guys have been binging it. We've been binging it. It's made Netflix top 10 in less than a week after its release, the amazing new show, Jewish Matchmaking. We're thrilled to bring on a few members of the cast to discuss all things Jewish matchmaking, as well as getting deeper look into their personal life. So please welcome Cindy Senny from Israel straight here on Schmuck Boys. Welcome, Hi, Cindy. guys. I'm very excited. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks for being here. Thanks for the coordination <laughs> to make it happen. Of course. Um, so we start off each episode with a little bit of like a, we call it a relationship update of the week. So it could be anything from like a recent date you went on, a situationship. Obviously, this is 
could be considered like a spoiler if you haven't finished the show yet. So I just want to put that out there. Um, but yeah, if there's anything yes. remotely romantic <laughs> that has happened that you want to feel you feel comfortable sharing as many details or as little details as you feel comfortable. But we appreciate the many details. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the vibe. Um, so although I'm not yet revealing my relationship status, because I do want people to watch the show and I want them to give them a chance and whatnot. Um, I definitely can talk about a recent date that I've been on because that can mean yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, what is a recent date that I've been on? That's a good question. Uh, so sometimes you know in Israel it's kind of like this very weird uh mix between we always go out all the time but at the same time uh like stuff always goes down <laughs> so one of the things uh lately I mean I don't know if you guys have been in the news but there's been like rockets coming into Israel and whatnot um right. so when that happens uh people just kind of you know, they're like, oh, okay, well, either we'll do a, a date uh, in another time, or it's like, oh, they use it as an, a, an excuse to Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, and days, it's like, right? mm-hmm, not today. <laughs> or tomorrow. <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter if the rockets are flying. That's not, that's not flying. Uh, so, so basically, I think it's all about finding those creative uh, ways to go out, despite, you know, having rockets kind of uh, fly over. Mm-hmm. and and so that's kind of what uh, I've been trying to figure out with uh, my date oh, that's such a good <laughs> point because that's have so you been on first dates that were Netflix and chills like is that like immediate no that's an immediate no immediate so no that down. yeah <laughs> I feel like Aliza would shut it down too definitely definitely yeah she's not about that <laughs> she'd be like oh, um no. no not yet <laughs> like she has her rule you know no touching after five dates like like before five dates and that's just by the way obsessed with her rules on the show (laughs) um not to like bring it up now but like again spoiler alert for anyone listening how did it feel to be told like mystery in your history like this type of rule had you ever heard something like that before so I I never heard of it, and I was also the only one of whom it was targeted towards. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I was kind of like, mm, because you gotta you gotta go back into your path essentially. And a lot of times, it's not really of our control. And especially yeah. when I was filming the show, like she was like, oh, you know, maybe you should think about mystery in your history and and, and whatnot. And I'm like, well, not really my control. Like I'm not gonna go back to you know, like a broken relationship. Um, But at the same time, I can totally understand how with age, that would be something. Because sometimes we date people uh, when we're very young and it just Mm -hmm. ends for stupid reasons or it's like wrong time, wrong place. And then Mm -hmm. when you go back in time, you realize, oh, this could actually work. But I don't know if that was the case for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so in regards to you, obviously being in Israel was important to you. Can you kind of walk us through that? Uh, So I moved to Israel in 2018, so almost five years ago from Canada. Uh, And originally I was born in France. So I've been, I have like, as I like to call it, displacement trauma. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this, uh, you know, Jews are so used to always moving. So I'm just one of them. Right. Um, And, but yeah, but I I moved to Israel because it was something that I really wanted to do. And it was my dream. And um, it was very difficult because I didn't have, I had a great job in Canada. I was head of public diplomacy for the Israeli foreign affairs. And I had nothing here. I didn't speak a word of Hebrew. I had no friends. Um, 
but it was something that I said, you know, if I don't do this now, then I'm never going to do it. And I just, I took a leap, a big leap. <laughs> you dove in. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was so clueless, but I think you have to be because if you know, like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's true because people always talk. It's kind of funny. The, the disconnect between like Israelis who are like, why would you want to move here? I want to move to America. Life is so hard here. And then Jewish Americans who are craving that like connection, that different lifestyle. And they're like, no, we want to be in Israel. We want to be where it's different from America. That's right. funny. It's like Marla, Marla almost wanted to move to Israel too. Yeah. A lot of my did. friends did also. Yeah. I'm, I still want to see it on the show. <laughs> yeah. You got to You got to join us. You got to join us. But essentially you see it on the show with Ori having moved back to America and he's like, I don't know. America, LA is my home yeah. and then we have me and Noah which moved from uh, you know different places and we're like no no yeah 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 so funny okay so getting more into the show how did it kind of come how did the show kind of happen for you were you reached out to over Instagram was it email kind of how did that process work for you from when you first found out to being you know filming on the show so I, at the time, um, when I was, uh, scouted, essentially, I was posting a lot of reels about being single and I, my, my Instagram is very Jewish oriented. Mm. And so I just received an email and honestly, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was spam. It's <laughs> like, what is this? Um, but I decided to apply anyways. And I was like, we'll see if it's, if it's mm-hmm. spam, like then I'll know. And if not, then mm. whatnot. And then, so slowly slowly you know interviews and whatnot and then it became a real show and I'm still Hmm. shocked to be honest (laughs) did you grow up at all watching reality tv like how were you familiar at all with like the types of shows that sometimes like like Indian matchmaking you it's kind of like a similar style yeah yeah so honestly I've never grown up watching reality tv it's not my thing like Mm -hmm. the only ones I watched were the Netflix ones and I never in a million years thought I would be on a reality show Um, (laughs) and the only reason why I did do it was because uh, it was told from the beginning that it would be something like Indian matchmaking Mm -hmm. Uh, because if it was like too hot to handle or like Love Island (laughs) right yeah yeah (laughs) it's a relatively like wholesome relationship show compared to the other ones that are out there yeah yeah it's definitely a lot more (laughs) it's it's like very Shomer Nagia especially with the no to Daniel (laughs) I love that the Shomernagia version. That's yeah. perfect. In a way, it's kind of like too hot to handle in the sense that you're not supposed to touch people. It's like too it's Jewish to handle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Honestly, so that's with much better. With Jewish matchmaking as an experience, was that like your first time? What was your knowledge like previously before going on the show about Shadchens? So I I had tried a little bit before when I lived in Canada, but I had never really gone through the process. It was Mm -hmm. essentially just, uh, you know, I had applied and then I got annoyed at the matchmakers for not listening to me or telling me that it didn't matter that, you know, I wanted an attractive man. (laughs) Right. Get over it. Yeah. And so I was just kind of annoyed. I'm like, I'm not going out with any of these guys. Yeah. And and so when the show kind of like approached me about Jewish matchmaking, I was like, okay, you know, why not? Like, mm-hmm. if anyone can find me a husband, it's going to be Netflix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you first met Elisa, were you nervous at all? What were kind of your your initial meetings? Like, what was that experience like for you? Honestly, I, I was a little nervous because I thought she was going to be like, see my auntie <laughs> from Indian matchmaking um but she was so sweet she turned out to be so kind and she she's like a big listener so 
it was really I was I was really really pleasantly surprised by her yeah 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 that's nice that's funny I watch Indian matchmaking too and I'm like sometimes she's so harsh and I'm like oh my god I'd be so scared <laughs> I know I, I was so ready for her to tell me like except 60 percent and I was gonna I was gonna get ready like I was gonna be like no the devil <laughs> standard for women is so high and right. she was like no you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah what about like her whole philosophy on like date them till you hate them like was that something different than what you were used to because at least Marla yeah. and I talk a lot <laughs> her experience seems to be giving a lot of benefit of the doubt yeah and when I would date no bye <laughs> I have so a I'm more like you <laughs> but yeah I'm more like you Libby but essentially um yeah it's kind of so Lisa made a special rule for me <laughs> When we found out that um, I was always usually the person ending the relationships, uh, mm -hmm. she made me go through a list and say who ended who, what. And then so she made a rule that I had to break up with, before I break up with a guy, I have to call her and uh, break up with the, the with her first. And I then like we that. see if my reasoning is legit, because uh, essentially what I do is that the opposite of date him so you hate him. I just mm -hmm. date him. And if I slightly get annoyed, I'm like, Cindy out. But yeah. <laughs> But it's it's problematic. It, it, well, at least I used to do that, and I don't think I do anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's this girl in New York who's kind of like a big influencer, and she has this kind of saying that's if it's not a if it's not a schmuck, yes, it's a no. And I'm like, Elisa's <laughs> mentality is the exact opposite. Like, when in doubt, go right. out. And I'm like, what am I supposed <laughs> to be doing here? It's hard. Yeah. Um, Her one liners but, are great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did it feel at all a bit like? you're kind of putting weight into someone else's hands. Like it's almost like you, it's hard to kind of lose that control a little bit. Definitely. Definitely. And I think especially for someone like me and maybe you guys can relate to that as well. Like when there's so much choice on like dating apps mm -hmm. and just, it's like you can control almost anything, like who you go out with. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh no, I have to put my faith in someone else's hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In Very. a way, it makes it, I guess, a little bit easier because you're like, yeah. it can be so overwhelming that you're like, make the decision for me so I don't have to. 100%. Right. 100%. And then in regards to like actually going on the dates and filming them while maybe even at times not knowing what they looked like on the show, what was that like for you? Was it awkward to have a date filmed? Like, it's very awkward. Conversations <laughs> where you like, oh no, no, like, uh, what are we supposed oh, to talk yes. about? Yes. So I remember, uh, you know, before we started filming, I was like, we're not talking about politics. <laughs> mm. I was like, that's just off the table. Like, I don't, you know, that is going to upset everyone. Mm, uh, right. But essentially, it's very awkward. Like, going on a first date in general is awkward. And going yeah. on a blind date is awkward. And then mm -hmm. add, like, 20 people watching you on TV, and it's like, you know, or just there and then knowing that people are going to watch this on TV. So now not only do you have to be careful about what you're saying to present yourself well to the other person, but you also have to realize this is going to be, you know, on national television. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So it's... And you also <laughs> have no idea what the other one would say about the date after the fact, right? Because they would grab yeah. you kind of like after you went on the date and you would yeah. share something so. You also have no idea what kind of questions they're going to ask. So like, what if they ask you a very awkward personal question? Am I supposed yeah. to like laugh it off or right. you don't know. So it's, uh, and, and they, those moments did happen. And then some of they, I think they just cut them out, but mm -hmm. thank God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> were there, were, 
<laughs> like did you ever have to like refilm anything because you were just like ah like I can't <laughs> yeah sometimes I just laughed or yeah. or just like I'd be like I like in middle sentence or yeah yeah but that's really the beginning you know and then you kind of just it fades into the background mm-hmm. got it got it yeah definitely would be so different if you weren't filmed on these dates yeah. being set up like completely different experience I think I'd be a lot sassier to be honest like just more dry and- I feel like I I was thinking I was like you know I feel like she's not down she's not down <laughs> and I saw you stitch a video on TikTok where it was like I know what the problem was for Cindy you know what I'm talking about you know the video yeah, I'm talking I know about. what you're talking about yeah and you were like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that girl hit it on the she hit it on the head. Yeah, she knew what she was <laughs> I feel like as much as like this, sh- obviously all reality TV shows I know, especially are edited in a certain way. I feel like compared to other shows like Love Is Blind, for example, I think it seemed like the goal from the production standpoint was to make a relatively like positive example of jews and jewish dating so i feel especially for season one because it's the first Mm -hmm. one you know they don't want any like bad rep for making the jews look bad or anything like that so i feel like it helped maybe to be a part of season one because they're trying to you know we're down the line they might be more open to like making edits a little bit more unfavorable to contestants you know (laughs) hopefully not (laughs) who knows um but we talk a lot in this podcast about not just Jewish dating, but also Jewish identity and anti-Semitism and mm-hmm. things like that. So from your perspective, why do you think a show like Jewish matchmaking is important for the Jewish community and even non-Jews to kind of see? So I think first and foremost, there's been a lot of just like a uh, rise of anti-Semitism in general around the world. And this is a show that I think does a really good job with one, uh, uh, portraying religious and um, Jewish diversity. So you have everything from Reform to Orthodox, but you also have people who are Ashkenazi and then Sephardic like me. Um, And you also have Nikisha. And so it does a really good job on that. And it also, um, something that I think is not talked about a lot is that it does an amazing job at normalizing the relationship that Jews have with Israel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's 100%, 100% normal and every single person has that relationship and mm-hmm. it's not weird and it's not, um, it, you know, taken out or, or dubbed out. And I think that's a huge, huge step. Yeah, absolutely. That is so true. I saw someone tweet, I think they were Jewish, but clearly maybe like a slightly self-hating Jew because they were like, oh, I mm-hmm. loved watching Jewish matchmaking until I saw them like showing like dates in Israel. Like, people yeah. are allowed to just, like, live their lives, actually, while, like, not talking yeah. about what's going on, like, politically. Like, right. it's right. insane. It's not a yeah, political I, I statement. Yeah, I got a lot of, uh, I got some some tweets about uh, me talking about tikkun olam, about uh, the Jewish mm-hmm. value of, yeah. of uh, saving, of fixing the world. Uh, but if I hadn't said that, then I would have gotten, you know, the opposite response, too. Yeah. So it's like, you no matter what we say, something is, no one's going to be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you think finding your person on the show might have changed the situation uh i i think this is like that was netflix's goal you know like to get someone married on the show right i also think that's like the best story ever like you found your person on a netflix show like what when does that ever happen true love um yeah and like honestly i kind of wanted that drama for me Mm -hmm. yeah i really did but Hashem had different plans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you feel like with how the show played out, are there any um, 
specific responses, reactions, or messages that you got that maybe like really stood out to you, good or bad? That because I'm sure obviously you got a lot of comments, a lot of messages, but I'm curious if there's any that you were like, oh, like that really stood out to me, either like negatively or positively. I was very impressed by people's uh, reactions to me. So of course I hadn't seen the show and I was really, I didn't know how it was going to be portrayed, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I was really um, touched that, you know, people felt like they, they related to me a lot. And I think that's, that's really special Mm -hmm. uh, that I was able to represent them in that way. And, you know, a lot of people, I, I was very touched. A lot of people wrote to me that it was a Kiddush Hashem and all that stuff. And mm. I was just like, you know, that's, it's like, that's the reason that I, that I did this show, you know, to, yeah. to be that and to, right. and so another thing that surprised me is like how intrusive other people would be, you know, about like, there's entire forums on Reddit, whether or not I'm over my ex. <laughs> oh my God. And I didn't think that would, I, I honestly didn't think that would be Well, like the art. show was also filmed like a while ago too. They don't know what's happened since. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like you're looking back at your own growth too, from like where you were when you filmed versus where you are now. Definitely, definitely. and then I mean, people on TikTok are like, "Oh, you can we can see it in your eyes." You're not over oh my your ex. I'm like, okay, because <laughs> oh people need to like find other hobbies. Message <laughs> <laughs> uh, for all it. people listening: chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so. Yeah. Oh, you go, Marla. (laughs) You go. Okay, one last question, then we're going to move into our game. Do you think that there's any um, dating issues that are kind of like specific to the Jewish community, like dating within the Jewish community? I want to say like, it's very hard. Um, I I feel like it can can, uh, dabble in anything because I would say like finding quality people, but that's around the world, Mm -hmm. uh, religious level. But again, we also see that in like Indian matchmaking and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. Um, Possibly uh, we have too many opinions as Jews. Like we're always Mm -hmm. like... uh, we can't agree on anything. So. You Jews three opinions. She's like, yeah. yeah, it's too much. Like, chill. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I see it. I mean, that's what it is. It's like, yeah. we, we're too critical of, uh, of each other. Mm. I think that's why it was good that there were so many different types of Jews with their own checklists on the show. And I think that has really furthered the Jewish community as a whole. And I've seen a lot of creators like talk about that. Yeah, that's great. Great questions, great answers. We're gonna play a game <laughs> that we made for you called Aliza Approved or Buy. So, oh my god, I'm so excited! <laughs> you're gonna love this because you're very I much like out the door on a podcast like this before. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so like the first thing that comes to your mind, Aliza Approved or Buy. So okay. number one, opens a door for you, but makes a comment about how good you look from behind. Mm, bye. Makes sense um shows a blade to the restaurant but apologizes and brings flowers Aliza approved lives at home with mom but makes you happy uh, Aliza approved <laughs> <laughs> um your cultures align perfectly but he doesn't always prioritize you bye uses fingers for food but is respectful in all other aspects Unclear. <laughs> um, Perfect. I don't know. <laughs> no, to be investigated. TBD, TBD. So then we are going to end off with asking a question we pretty much ask everyone who comes on. What is your definition of a schmuck boy? 
I, my, <laughs> I want to say this, but it's not very nice. <laughs> That's okay. It's not meant to be nice. <laughs> I was going to say Ori. <laughs> <laughs> not to throw him under the bus. I mean, hey, listen, I don't know. Again, you wouldn't I was be the only a- one that has made that opinion. I know. And it's, I mean, again, I know how these shows are edited. And also, like, there was a lot of editing on my part about my ex that wasn't necessarily yeah. like, there was a lot of exaggeration. And yeah. it really, really could be that. Same thing happened to him, um, but at the same time, I I wouldn't say you know blonde hair, blue eyes, and big mm-hmm on yeah. Netflix. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's like a, that's I, a schmuck I, boy. I because I'm, I'm in LA and he was filmed in LA. I know some people that know him, and they're like, yeah, his edits seemed pretty accurate. Oh, okay, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> well. I wish him all the best. I wish everyone all the best. <laughs> I love the show. <laughs> I was so grateful that you guys had responded back like so quickly. You guys were so on it and so willing to like hear what the Jewish community wanted to say yes. about the show. So I think that's really beautiful because we really need that right now, now more than ever. That's why we made this podcast too, to kind of make Jewish dating cool. So thank that's you awesome. for contributing to that. Of course, and, thank you so much for having me and including me. Yeah, and where can people find you? Anything you're working on, upcoming projects or events with your cast members? I wish. Um, but yes, essentially, uh, so right now I'm actually working on my two books. Uh, one is a, a receipt of poems that i written since uh, from a while back and then a novel that I'm also working on. So I'm really, really excited about awesome. that. And hopefully I'm just working on the editing part of it. And um, at the same time, you can find me on Instagram at Israel with Cindy. Same thing on TikTok as I talked about. Although I still don't know how to use TikTok, ladies. So I I need your help. Yeah, I really do. Like people (laughs) are follow me back. And I'm like, I don't know where that button is. (laughs) I will give you my information and we will do a a call. Yes. Oh, it's a problem. You'd be shocked Um, how many people I do that with. I'm like, here's the TLDR. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny because I my my job is to be a content creator on yeah. Instagram and then in TikTok I'm like this is Cindy out. You looked very <laughs> put together on Instagram like the, <laughs> of the show coming out so I was like okay like she gets it like she <laughs> social world like you were kind of meant for this. I'm really excited that the show brought us together and yes. got you fun. so thank you so thank much. You so much thank you so much. This is so much fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Yes. <laughs> All right, schmuck boys, we'll see you soon. Cause you're just a schmuck boy. You're just a schmuck boy. That's not enough, boy. Don't need another, another schmuck boy. Cause you're just a schmuck boy. You're just a schmuck boy. That's not enough, boy. Don't need another, another schmuck boy.